Yo, 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 what's good, people? This is your boy, The Mad One, coming at you with the latest edition of our podcast, The Ballroom, where we look at sports from an urban perspective, as well as some of the other social issues that are going on in America today. Tonight's show, we're going to talk a little Final Four. It's set. The Rockets, they staying hot. I also visit with our Houston Texans, and I like to end our show with what I used to refer to as just a thought. I'm thinking about uh, renaming it because it's one of the, the, the catchphrases that partner and I use. So I think I'm going to change our, our our episodes from just a thought to that's that bullshit. And you guys understand what I'm talking about when we get down to it. Appreciate you tuning in. The Final Four is set with two number one seeds, so at least most of the people had Villanova and Kansas in the Final Four. Kansas, well, that was a good game with Duke. And, and the question behind that is how many one and done does Duke have? Because that kid, Bagley, He's in F- He's NBA ready. He, he's he's ready to go. He he's a little more weight. He's nice. Kid has good game. So of course you you you're looking at Kentucky. How many of their one and dones are, are are done? I mean the biggest surprise in the Final Four has to be Loyola Chicago. I mean, big ups to them cats. That's why they call it madness. Anybody can win. If you get out at the right time, if you have the right matchups, if you're hitting the shots that you need to hit, anybody can win. Anybody can win. Loyola will be taking on Michigan in the other semifinal game. I, personally, I'd like to see Kansas and Villanova in the finals versus to get to the finals, but... You know, there's no no guarantee that the winner of that game will beat the winner of uh, Loyola, Chicago, and Michigan. So just enjoy and, and see what happens. Well, them Houston Rockets, they 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 hot they hot right now. Rest time to 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 wind down last week of the season. Gear up for the playoffs. They won their their franchise record 60th game. I mean, they just beat the shit out of the Hawks, 118-90. Most important thing going into the playoffs, I say it and I say it again, it has to be health. We have to be healthy, have to be rested, and you can go ahead and give Harden the MVP. That That's done. Right now, mine is set on bigger goals. And the one thing that I do see out of the Rockets that I haven't seen in previous years is their hunger. They they look like they want to be champion. Golden State, it is what it is. Everybody has some point in time where they get injuries, significant injuries at the wrong time. So you ain't getting the pity party for me. Rockets stay healthy. Rockets gonna they coming for that ass. They coming for that ass. So rest. Get everybody healthy. I hate that they wave the big boy Brandon Wright, but I mean, that's not a decision that 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 that's for me to like or unlike. It's business, and that's the way they handle it. They got a damn good team without him, so so be it. Talking a little Houston Texans this evening, and not for any of the free agents that they may have gone out and spent. 
just about $70 million they had in, in free agent cap space to make the team better. But their owner, Bob McNair, is in the news again. McNair was recently interviewed, I'd imagine, and made a particular quote that the field is not a place for a political stand. I understand, dude. I really do. But you act like these boys pulling off some Tommy Smith and John Carlos shit, man. I mean, that's their platform. So what do you want them to shut up and catch passes? Shut up and run the football? Shut up and throw the ball? It's not that kind of situation anymore. You're not dealing with the same kind of people. I like you, Bob McNair. I thank you for bringing football back to Houston as, as one of the biggest economic boosts and and. If we can't rally around anything in, in, in Houston, we rally around our sports team. Win, lose, we're we going to go down fighting with them. So thank you for bringing football back to Houston. I appreciate you. I applaud you for that. But, man, it's time to sit the fuck down. You, you, you got you quit talking. Quit talking. Because comments like that, have that ownership connotation and maybe I'm just taking it wrong I mean I can't have inmates running the prisons either I mean and and he's poor so I understand but you don't own these people Mr. McNair they're employees of you and if you want to get the best out of your employees if they not out there committing violent felonies against humanity every day they're on some kind of police blog nagging in front of hotels beating the shit out of women I mean go through the NFL and find incidents that players have had if this guy chooses to take a knee or raise his fist how about that one in protest of some of the social injustices that's going on, instead of making headlines, I would suggest that you go to that player and you ask that player, why is he doing that? Why do you feel this way? What can I do to make that situation better to where this isn't a distraction? I don't make dumbass comments in the press. Mr. McNair, just please, thank you. Like I said, for bringing football back to Houston. But sit the... Go. Sit down. Sit down. Stop talking. It's time for a new regime. We got great pieces. Don't fuck it up trying to be a slave on. And as I said, folks, I usually like to end my episodes with what I consider just a thought. But... I came across some information today, which was no surprise, but it often make you sit back and say, that's that bullshit. Majority of sports fans know that the NFL Combine took place a few weeks ago, and although the, the focus was on Sam Donald, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, young man, who three 
threw for over 3,500 yards, 1,500 yards rushing two years in a row. First player in college football to do that, Heisman Trophy winner. Two-time ACC Player of the Year, Louisville quarterback Lamar Jackson. Okay, he's 6'3", 200 pounds. It's a whole bunch of quarterbacks in the NFL, not 6'3". But I can guarantee you, them 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", quarterbacks can't run like this young man can. And although he's completed 57% of his passes, hell, that was greater than, 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 than Josh Allen from Wyoming. He only completed 56.2% of his passes against less competition. The issue here is some NFL executives, including Bill Polian, who's always had a questionable pass to me regarding his evaluation of players, don't know who to look, look him up, Bill Polian. Josh Allen, dude, 6'5", 233. Nobody's asking him to be a tight end. Michael Vick, who... May one day be in, he had a Hall of Fame career. Recently stated that he can't recall the time that he's seen a faster quarterback other than himself. But Bill Polian made the comment that Jackson is better suited as a wide receiver. Although he's never caught a pass in his college career, he probably doesn't know how to get you pass. His stance is that accuracy is not there. And of course, draft guru Mel Kuyper, he was quoted saying that stats are for losers. The guy, referring to Allen, won when asking about his completion percentage. So he's justifying that Allen, who happens to be white, and of course we know Jackson is black, because he won Stats don't matter. But later, a month or two later, he was questioned about Jackson being a first rounder. He replied, he doesn't believe so because it's the accuracy throwing the football. And I just remember stating that Jackson had a better accuracy than Allen. That's that bullshit. He has the same opportunity to succeed or fail as Mayfield, who he's faster than, Allen. These guys may be bigger. I mean, 6'3", 200 pounds. He'll be 220 when he's ready to start. You can't pass out on gyms because of their color anymore. This... I mean, come on. Two-time ACC Player of the Year. Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, that says a lot by itself. There's no way he should not get an opportunity to play quarterback in the NFL. There's, there's, There's no reason why wide receivers should even be in the conversation. 
1968, Marlon Briscoe threw for a rookie record, almost 1,600 yards and 14 touchdowns, but he was traded to the Bills, not because he wasn't a good quarterback, but I guess this good quarterback who happened to be a little darker than the rest of us can't possibly succeed. Get the fuck out of here. That's that bullshit. Jackson deserves every opportunity as those other guys. Mayfield won the Heisman. Jackson got a Heisman. Mayfield has never ran for 3,500, uh, ran for 1,500, threw for 3,500. None of these kids have. Give this kid the same opportunity that you give him and show the NFL why you are the best organization amongst the professional sports unless you fall under the same line as a shut up and dribble where are we going next shut up and throw the fastball oh i forgot majority of them we 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 still breaking strides after jackie robinson in that sport so that's for another time another place hey folks i appreciate your time thank you guys for listening this has been your boy the mad one you can catch me on well regularly on uh, uh, ig and twitter at d underscore m-a-d-o-n-e i appreciate you peace